Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 215 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is an advocate for women in technology and passionate about mindful leadership, work-life harmony, and helping other people achieve more through the use of AI. She has spent many years as a trainer, solutions architect, and evangelist for IBM, Red Hat, EMC, Amazon, and Microsoft, and has delivered keynotes, workshops, and conferences around the world. So welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast, Noelle Lacherit. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. So Noelle, could you perhaps give us a little bit more insight into your background and in particular, what you're currently up to? Absolutely. Yes, I've had actually quite an interesting career. <laughs> I started off as a, or interested in Java technology. It was during this, dare I say, Y2K kind of time frame. And was just excited to, you know, there was tons of people very interested in just anyone who would learn the technology. I, at the time, was a single parent. I was, you know, very, very, like, hungry to find a field that I could do well in. And so I ended up jumping in and learning Java and becoming uh, kind of a Java engineer, but then very quickly a consultant uh, where I was doing a lot of training and development simultaneously. Um, but that took me, you know, I spent like 12 years at IBM doing that. I wrote a couple books on WebSphere application server for those of us who remember those days. Uh, and then I went to work for Red Hat and learned all about enterprise software in terms of open source uh, software licensing. I went to VMware during virtualization, you know, all of these like really kind of momentous occasions for these companies. I happened to be there during those times. And then I went to AWS uh, about five years ago. Uh, and while I was there, uh, Alexa was born. And I very, as soon as I could, I jumped over and started my AI journey, really building skills for Alexa. And most recently, I joined Microsoft to help advocate for, you know, Alexa was great for me because it introduced me to AI, but it was only one form of AI. It was just the natural language form. I got very excited when I heard that Microsoft was offering models of all kinds, not just speech and language, but also computer vision and decision and personalization, all of these models that could really help people build much more elaborate applications than I had seen so far. So so now I'm an ambassador for Microsoft AI. I recently launched a new company called the AI Leadership Institute, and I'm all about just getting as many people as possible understanding and really embracing AI technology and what's, you know, what is uh, available and possible today. So, Noel, can you share a career tip with the IT Career Energizer audience, one they may not know about and perhaps should? Well, one of the things that I've done that has allowed me to be, I think, as successful and maybe resilient uh, as possible is really practicing, you know, having a, a something, spend time in kind of a mindful meditation practice. Um, time is it like, you know, sitting at the top and praying or anything like that, but just simply a time where I focus my mind on something uh, very specific and I kind of practice the mental discipline of staying focused on that thing. And I've actually had an opportunity to do that in things like 
a yoga class or even in, you know, focused time doing something very specific for work, but being very intentional about not being distracted and trying to kind of use my own mental discipline and focus to stay on that task. And that's, it's really helped me um, because many times things, especially the projects that I've been on, as I mentioned before, some crazy projects like Alexa in its early days and uh, most recently cognitive services at Microsoft, things were moving so fast. And so having this kind of mindful practice really helped me to stay present and stay calm when a lot around me was going quite crazy. It's um, something you must have had to learn over time as well. Absolutely. It's quite, uh, you know, I, I think discipline, I guess, is the best word for it. It's something that I failed at for a very long time before I felt like I had a handle on it. And even then, <laughs> it's something that constantly gives me something to work on. Like, I don't think it's something you can ever really master uh, perfectly. So, Noel, can you share with us your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? It's a sad story. You know? <laughs> um, so one, uh, I guess probably, I won't even time it, um, but there was a point in time where I was basically pushed out of a company that I thought I was serving extremely well. Um, I was evangelizing the company. I had customers singing my praises. I even had people in the company who were like, you're amazing and this is fantastic. But I ended up in an organization where the leadership that I worked for just was not a fan of my ambition or my um, excitement for the role or anything. Um, and they literally, like, they couldn't use performance against me, right? And this happens to surprisingly a lot of people, but they did not want me in the organization. So basically, they would simply talk negatively about the work that I was doing, even though it was good work. And I'll give you an example. I was, someone came to me right at the end of my career at this company and said, oh, you know, I was talking to your boss about you. And she just said, and these quote unquote, her words, I'm not really sure, you know, Noelle, just, there's just something about her. I'm not sure what it is, but I just wouldn't go to her for that. And it wasn't like she said, you know, oh, she's bad at this, or she doesn't do this well, or she just insinuated <laughs> that I wasn't, I wasn't a good fit. And that permeated throughout the organization and I ended up leaving. Uh, and it was literally the lowest point in my career where I was like, am I a bad person? Like, am I do I really not know what I'm doing? Yeah. It, it put a lot of questions all work I career. It was a crushing blow, as they say. That's what very much knocked your self-confidence. Yes, exactly. Okay, so moving away from your worst moment, can you perhaps tell us about your career highlight or greatest success? Yes, thank goodness there are so many more. <laughs> um, my greatest success, actually, this year, I felt like a culmination of all this work that I've done in my career. But I was offered the opportunity. They came to me just based on my reputation. Um, the marketing team at Microsoft came to me and asked me to help create a hackathon experience for MIT, uh, data scientists at MIT, and curators at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And it was an amazing experience. I, you know, we spent two days together. All the uh, projects we created were fantastic. But what ended up being just a huge highlight for me was that NBC Nightly News then came to Microsoft and said, we'd love to talk about this. And I was given the opportunity to represent, you know, what we had done on that project 
on TV <laughs> for everyone to see. And I was able to talk about my son who has Down syndrome and how I'm, you know, very focused on AI for accessibility. And it was just really a wonderfully, like, just, I was so happy. I had tears of joy that I was able to finally really put together my technology and my passion both together in a single moment and really do something good. Yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know it's all downhill from here, I guess. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but it's hard to top. I can't even imagine. I can't even sure. imagine. So what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? The biggest thing that excites me is the opportunity, right? So five years ago, I was leading a training team, teaching people about the cloud. And then within a year, I was building skills on Amazon Alexa. Some of them became the most popular in the world. And I knew nothing. I didn't know anything about natural language or AI or any of that. I just took a leap and dove in and learned as much as I could and, and implemented and practiced everything that I learned. And so I feel like right now the most exciting thing is that anyone with really any desire, aptitude, passion for getting involved in this industry, there's an opportunity for everyone. I mean, it's hard work, right? Consistent effort, all of those things. But surprisingly, there is no you know, barrier to entry. Anyone with the passion or desire and you know the, the interest um, that's willing to put in the work could become a thought leader in this space or could become and make a big impact um, because we're so early in the impact that the technologies I work with anyway are making. So I, I just think the opportunity is huge. People ask me all the time, like, man, I want to get into this. I'm like, easily done. Just <laughs> go yes. grab a technology, dive right in and get started. Um, never before have I seen kind of the barrier to entry into this career field be as open. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Oh, boy. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? So I was a single parent when I first was looking for a role. And so I needed a role that had lots of revenue potential. <laughs> so I, I hate to say it's about the money, but at that moment in time, it was all about the money. <laughs> Right. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? So this actually came pretty recently. The best career advice I got was from a, a fellow female colleague. And she told me that I needed to stay in an area of the organization that would protect me from politics, right? Because as I mentioned kind of before, you know, I've had some struggles where I would do really great things for the company as a whole, but certain leadership would be either threatened or concerned about <laughs> my ambition. And so identifying where within the company I could be protected. And really what that meant was, is my heart is for the customer. How do I help customers? And my, my customers are devs, right? How do I help devs do more with our technology? Who cares most about my success? It turned out the field organization, right? The sales organization, they want me to get as many developers excited as possible. And knowing who my friends are and staying as close to them as possible in my career. Yeah, that was the best advice I've ever gotten. And it's turned out quite well since then. And conversely, what is the worst career advice you've ever received? I think the worst career advice would probably be that I should sit down and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, you know, like 
you have a job to do. I know you want to do these other things. Your boss doesn't want that. So just sit down and be quiet. And though that, again, that is that may be good advice for someone, um, but for someone like me, that would have meant giving up what I loved most about my job uh, or loved most about what I was bringing to this field. And I think that would have been a disservice. So though well-intentioned, pretty bad advice for me. <laughs> if you were to begin your IT career again in today's world, what would you do? I actually would pay closer attention to the things that I did well. It turned out that what I learned in my first two years of being in the IT field, right? I learned Java. I learned enough to actually teach others object-oriented programming and all of that. I ended up going through that same learning curve over and over and over again, right? I had to learn virtualization and I had to learn cloud infrastructure and then I had to learn AI and natural language. And now I'm learning, you know, how to build applications that infuse those technologies. So I'm constantly learning new things. So I would have been less focused on the tech and more focused on like, what do my unique talents bring to that technology? It turned out that um, luckily someone saw that in me and, and encouraged me to go the, ra- the realm of uh, consulting, teaching, right? Um, leveraging my person, you know, personal skills, uh, my ability to communicate, But I would have done more of that. And more importantly, I would have created my own company (laughs) and I would have fostered others that were good at what I do and really given them a place to shine. Because I think a lot of people like me are often told to be quiet (laughs) in companies. And so giving them a home, I I wish, you know, if I had to do over again, I would have created that home for them, that culture, um, celebrated them, and then outsourced that to companies that don't necessarily understand it, but definitely want the result. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? I currently am very interested in mindful leadership. As I mentioned earlier, these concepts and practices of putting people before product, you know, having clarity over velocity within a business, right? Sometimes we're go, 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 get this out. And we don't realize that if we take a step back, we might actually make a decision that could move us in a direction that would be even more beneficial than the one we're racing to right now. I'm focusing now more on how do I articulate that in my own demonstration, like in my own career, and then also how do I help others kind of absorb some of those characteristics and and see how they can implement it in their careers. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? I think the power of storytelling is really important, especially in technology. Yes. Um, I am always shocked that when I, I go on stage and there are a hundred presenters that, you know, over a two day period, and I am one of a very few that start with who I am as a person before who I am representing as a product or a technology. And I don't think people really understand how important it is right? To resonate with the people you're talking to. And that if I knew you were married and had kids, or if you had a partner, or if you lived on a farm or lived in the city or started your life homeless or whatever, right? Whatever your story is, I don't think people really realize how important that story is to to me as a a consumer of whatever they're doing, right? Like I want to know who am I dealing with? I think in this day of digital communication, we are starved for kind of authentic people, And so I really believe anyone in IT would be benefited by learning to tell their story in a way that's relevant and, of course, not distracting from what they're trying to ultimately do, but but that they shouldn't be afraid to really share with the world who they are and how they got there, Um, similar to how we started. (laughs) 
Indeed. That's great advice and a, and a yes, very good tip. And what do you do to keep your own career energized? So I'm a lifelong learner, but I'm also a big believer in two main philosophies. One is learn by doing. So thank goodness for GitHub. Um, (laughs) I go, I will, and as I started like in the early 2000s, I would go to Barnes and Noble. I do this today. Go to Barnes and Noble, find a book like Heads Down Java or whatever it was. And then I'd go through every single exercise and actually write the code just to keep my skills fresh because sometimes I wouldn't be in a coding position. And to even today, right, with AI, there's some great, like, there's a, a book I had recently called, like, Building Intelligent Systems or something like that. And it was tons of applications of building model machine learning models from scratch. And so I just literally started at the first page and went to the end. And a statistic I found out recently was like very few people ever actually finish books that they buy. So that has now become a mission of mine, right? If I buy a book, I'm going to go from the beginning to the end and finish it. I think they said something like 10% of people who buy books finish them. So that alone, right, kind of positions me to be more knowledgeable, more, you know, have more experience than almost everyone else who would have bought that same book because I actually used it built something. And then guess what? My GitHub repo gets full of these things and it demonstrates my um, experience to potential, you know, people looking to see what I've been doing. Yeah. It always makes me wonder how many people actually buy books and don't ever open them at all. Oh gosh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sad statistic, I think, Uh, but good for us book sellers, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. You can't force somebody to read it. They they choose to buy it, but they've got to open it and read it. That's right. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? So uh, some of your listeners might know uh, me, but I have a farm. So I uh, own a 17-acre farm in mountains of Washington State. And we have alpacas and fainting goats and chickens. And so I am a farmer, I guess you would say. Yeah. Right now, I farm blackberries. So every almost every morning I go out and I harvest our blackberries. And that is the main fruit my children are eating these days. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I kind of disconnect. We I have very little internet connectivity on the farm. So when I leave you know, the office, so to speak, and go to the farm, I'm basically disconnected from kind of my work world and given an opportunity really to connect with the earth and connect with my animals. And, and so on my social media, you often see, you know, an article on AI followed by a picture of, you know, a close up goat picture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I feel like it's a great balance for me. Yes. Noel, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career and a judge audience? Right now, I mean, I do represent uh, an area in IT that I think is growing. And a lot of people come to me and ask me like, oh, I want to get involved in artificial intelligence. How do I do that? And so I really want to encourage anyone who has a just a slight little inkling in their mind, but even those who don't, AI is becoming, it's kind of like cloud was 10 years ago, where we knew every business would become a cloud business. It's just taking a long time for c- companies to adopt. But every, if you know cloud technology, you're in a better shape career-wise. I feel like AI is the same today. And you don't have to be a data scientist or a machine learning expert or have a PhD in statistics to move into this direction. We have a, a whole role called AI engineering, applied AI engineering, which, you know, you would be a person who maybe goes and learns JavaScript and then learns to embed or infuse these AI models into JavaScript applications. There's so much opportunity for 
all different levels of technical aptitude to get involved in AI, I would encourage as my like parting advice, like go start learning. You know, we have some events in Seattle that we're running uh, this fall. That's just like a one day deep dive in what is AI and how does it affect your career? Like get involved in some of those types of events or go to some meetups and just start investigating this because over the next five years, it will be a big part of your career, no matter really where you are. Um, So I think it's great to dive in soon. And Noel, can you share with us the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? Absolutely. Uh, I would say the probably the best thing would be to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm always open to actually, you know, just go ahead and connect. We can uh, communicate via message. If you have a question, I uh, on Mondays, about one Monday a month, I do this mentoring Mondays where I go live on LinkedIn and just answer questions that I've gotten throughout the month. So definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. You can also just follow me if you don't want to be connected. And you can also check out the AI Leadership Institute, either on LinkedIn or uh, AIleadershipinstitute.com. All great ways to get a hold of me. And I just would be really grateful to connect with any of your listeners. So thanks so much. Noelle, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much. As always, my thanks go to my guest on today's show. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. I also want to thank you for your continued support. It's always great to hear from listeners, particularly when they have suggestions about potential guests or ways to improve the show. And this was one of the reasons for creating the new IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. I'm really excited about taking the podcast forward, and I hope that you'll continue to support and listen to the show as it continues to change and evolve. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.